test, test. Okay, looks like it's working well. You ready, Scott? Yep. All right. Welcome to another discussion with Wealth Tactic Rebels, the podcast for people who see things differently. I'm your host, Kevin Dumont. I've been thinking differently in the wealth field for, well, going on nearly 15 years now. Today, we're joined by a guest, Scott Holman. Scott, how are you today? Great, Kevin. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Uh, probably not as good as you today since you got to enjoy the beach this morning, what we were talking about <laughs> That's <right>. earlier. <laughs> That's right. But uh, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate your time here. Of course. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, uh, Wealth Tech Rebel Scott is uh, founder and CEO of Agency 73 and, uh, you know, longtime successful entrepreneur. Uh, and one of the things that he's found and I've found in business is that over time, um, business, I think, can go better and benefit from the relationships that we have. I, I've always had a saying a little bit of goes like, People do business with people they know. It's because it's always people revolve around relationships. Business revolves around relationships, um, and uh, Scott's a believer in that as well. But uh, speaking of Scott, let, let's Scott, would you mind sharing a little bit with our Well Tech Rebel listeners about you know where you came from and what inspired you to get to where you are today? Yeah, of course. Uh, and, and again, thanks for the opportunity to share. I'm excited to, to be talking to you today. Absolutely. So my background's a little a little bit strange. I um I've started a lot of businesses. They've been across a lot of different industries, and if you look at it on paper, uh, the path doesn't necessarily make sense in the traditional way of I didn't go become an expert in any one thing. I've just got addicted to learning and trying stuff and, and starting yeah. businesses. Um, those businesses that I've started have ranged from dog treat manufacturing to coffee subscription, um, before everyone was doing subscription to import export of alcohol and pet products to Japan, just a wide range. And, and the commonality is I've gone into them not knowing much about that industry and just love learning and meeting people and trying new stuff. So yeah. it's oddly enough worked out, but it's it's far from uh, kind of that traditional path um, that a lot of people take in their career. Right, right. Definitely. Uh, traditional path is, like you said, career-based. So it's, you, know, you go to school, you study you <clears throat> a trade or uh, a subject, get good in that, get a job in that and work in that. But you, you're someone who is thinking outside the box and wasn't satisfied with that and wanted to kind of do their own thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fact that I'm the CEO of a tech company for anybody that knows me is pretty hilarious. Um, cause I, I'm not the most technical person at all, but following that path of learning and, um, right. and focusing on people, tech is actually a very natural fit for those things. Um, so it's for anybody that knows me, if you said Scott's the CEO of a tech company, they nobody would believe it. It's it's <laughs> not expected, but it's super fun. Right, sure. No. I I've, I've known a few people part of you know, who have uh their own tech companies and uh it's certainly an interesting field to be part of. Oh, absolutely. There's every, every day we're learning about new technology, new languages and libraries and frameworks and methodologies and um, ways to apply different tech in different industries. It's 
that's by far the the most addicting part of of what we're doing. Right. Oh, absolutely. Especially for someone who loves to learn. So now you get to learn about these new things all the time. And tech is, I'm not going to say necessarily more than most, but certainly more than many industries, something that's continually growing and evolving. And there's always something new coming along. Yeah, there's never a lack of stuff to learn, like which, which I love. It's it's If you tried to learn it all, you'd fail. Um, so it's overwhelming if you tried. Mm-hmm. But when it's a business, you're, you you kind of get direction from your clients on on what you should be learning next. So it it, it makes it um, makes it manageable. Right, right. Very good. Well, you know, yeah. Scott, I I always had a saying too that um, you know, when you when you realize how much you don't know about a subject, that's when you're an expert. So you must be getting to be an expert in tech then at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of these days, it. Yeah, the, the more I learn, the more I realize there is to learn for sure, which makes it super enjoyable. I, I love that part of it. That's awesome. Great. Um, so, you know, it's like I mentioned, uh, today we're talking about the importance of relationships. So I know it's made a big difference for you in business. So why do you think it's so important to focus on relationships in business? For me, uh, there's a few reasons. Uh, first, it's fun. Like uh, all of my, literally all of my clients have become <clears throat> friends. Um, a lot of my, a lot of my clients were friends first. Right. Um, so I meet people when I'm surfing or when I'm at CrossFit or when I'm out and about, and and it's a little bit odd how, how naturally they end up becoming clients or referral partners or um, other vendors that we collaborate with and. Um, it's it's a very natural thing when you just put yourself out there. It, at least for me, it's it's yeah. the way we've won all of our business. We haven't done any marketing yet um, wow. because we've got this network of people, uh, mostly in San Diego, but it, it's it's definitely we've got clients everywhere. We're hyper focused on San Diego, but just this natural. Oh, you need Salesforce work done, or you need a mobile app developed. Go talk to Scott, and it's the the work just comes, but I, I think it's because I've been putting myself out there with people for, in San Diego for over 20 years. Um, mm. And obviously there's, there's the, the aspect of reciprocity where I'm always making introductions. So for years, it's been at least two introductions a day where, Hey, so-and-so you should meet so-and-so. And inevitably it comes back. Like the, that wasn't the intention. I was really just doing it to help people build their businesses. But pretty soon all these introductions are coming my way. And, um, you know, the, my current business agency 73 is just a couple years old and, um, we've grown really, really fast without any marketing because we love the people that are around us. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of a better way to do business. I, I, I can tell you, you yeah. know, earlier in, in my, I'm not going to say career, but I mean, I guess you could say career me developing what I'm doing for my, <laughs> for my life. Uh, you know, yeah. I remember having to do cold calls and it's just yeah. a horrible feeling when you're sitting there or, uh, you know, I got out of college. I was working at a um, dealership at one point, uh, because I loved cars. Mm-hmm. So I started working at a dealership and, you know, it just, it doesn't feel good when you are, you don't have a connection to people, you know, that you're trying to work. Totally. With. Totally. It, just, it always feels so a good for you for doing it. Like I always I've done the cold calling thing too. And I had a tickler file before there were really any CRMs out there. We're actually keeping track of everything on, on three by five cards. And right, right. 
that experience has been great. Like the fact that you've done cold calling, that really matters. Like that, you get it, and and it makes you appreciate the authentic relationships um, yeah, that drive absolutely. business even more. So when you've been that that annoying dude calling, trying to sell cars, or for me it was commercial printing, um, it's good to 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 have been um, in the other side of this because you really get to see the contrast. Oh, absolutely, I agree with that. It's it's like I always tell my wife when we go out to eat, and I see the server working hard, and maybe they mess up a little bit, but I feel kind of bad for them because. At one point in time, you know, I was in college, I was uh, waiting on tables. So I tend to be a little overly generous yep. with them because I feel for them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And it's same with, it's, I get hit up all the time by salespeople and I'm the same way. Like I've been that dude. Like it yep. kind of sucks sometimes to be that dude. So it, at least be gracious enough to give a reply and be polite about it. Even when they're hounding you, it's because we've all been, or most of us have been there and it oh, yeah. sucks. Yeah, it does. It does. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Um, <clears throat> so you've built your business primarily with relationships. Can you talk a little bit about how, a little bit more about how that worked for you, about how it's really built up your business? Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's been fun. But the way, like practically, the way that it works, and you can kind of split it up into both the client side and and building my team side. So on the right. client side, if I, if I went into my closed one deals in Salesforce and I looked at who these people are, mm-hmm. they're people that I surf with, people that I work out with, people that I've met literally like at coffee shops. And it's, it's very, very, very organic and natural how that happens. So um, after, again, after years of doing that, you start building up a, a good network of, of clients and then doing great work. And because those people know me, like me and trust me, I do great work and say, Hey, who else do you know that could use this like sales 101 stuff? But yeah. when there's a, an authentic relationship built around surfing, it's there's that outside of work. There's that common thing that you have where they're like, yeah, dude, like I'll to- uh, my boy totally needs you because he's struggling with his web application or whatever it is. Right, right. Um, so, so getting those initial ones, doing great work, um, and then and then politely asking if they can um, bring other people into your world. On the team side, if I look at my team and and what you might call closed one, which is people on my team, developers, project managers, solutions architects. Yep. Yep. My part, my partner in CTO, I was introduced to him through a CrossFit buddy. Uh, my web development manager, I was introduced to through a friend and a client. And yeah. down the line, every single person on my team, we don't, we haven't really had to post um, job descriptions on the traditional job boards. It's right. like, hey, anybody know we're a great web developer, or technical project manager, and it's that network is there, and it's because I've invested a ton of time. And energy because I love it um, into people, right? So yeah, it's 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 a, 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 you just got to get out there, get out the as as a technically I'm the CEO, but as a sales guy, which I always want to be, um, being behind a desk is not usually the best use of my time. For me, it's being out and and even if it's doing fun stuff, you just meet people or. There's a guy in San Diego who has a wakeboarding boat and he uses it as a uh, business networking tool. So you get six executives going out wake surfing all day. Um, Something's going to happen. So that kind of stuff is um, uh, for sales guys, a good use of time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, 
I, I've I've seen that in, in you know my experience in in uh, business over the years too. It, it's going out and meeting people. Where you know what? Mm-hmm. Where would you say? I mean, probably some of the people listening right now are thinking, okay, so what can I do? Where can I go to meet people? So you have any suggestions yeah, I, about I, how they can go about figuring that out? For sure. Good question. Um, cause a, not a lot comes naturally to me, but this stuff does. Right. Um, I would say go do something you love, whether it's golf in San Diego, it's surfing. A lot of guys are into cycling, right? Go find a group of people that are doing something that you really enjoy doing. And it doesn't have to be athletic stuff. It might be something completely different book groups or whatever it is. Right. 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 Go find something that you really enjoy because when you build relationships with people with that at the core, there's more depth there already. Like we both love surfing. So you already have that going for you. So you can always text your, your buddy and say, Hey, just surf today or Hey, it's going off at beacons or whatever. Um, my advice would be find something that you love and then find a way to meet people that are doing that same thing. Right. <clears throat> and spend some time with them too. You know, um, totally. Don't, don't it's an social. investment. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, that's a really good point that you bring up, Kevin. It's, it's not just numbers of hours. It's getting to know them, getting to know who their spouse or partner or kids like, get to know them. There's, um, I have some examples, but I was on a business call with a client and a buddy and he had a very young child at the time who was having some health issues and because he knew I was a, a more experienced parent. He said, Hey, what do I do in this situation? And we just stopped talking about business, but I know him. I know his wife. I know his kids. And the next day was a follow-up call. Hey, how did that all work out? And everything's fine. But being really, really authentic in and caring about people, um, that comes naturally to me because I just I love people. Yeah. Um, but being willing to drop everything for what's most important to a person at any given time, especially if it's not work, that means a lot. And right. you're building friendships and relationships. And again, back to people buy things from people that they know, like, and trust. All of that yep. Investment when it's not superficial, when it's not just an email check-in where they know you just want to get something from them. Right. right where you're right. saying I'm invested in you and your family and our community. Um, it that goes a really long way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what would you say to someone who's thinking right now that, you know, I, I've tried to approach my buddies about work before, and you know, because they know me, they know me outside of work they can't see doing business with me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause there's the, uh, there's the fine line where you don't want to be the guy that is kind of superficially trying to build friendships because he's getting some or girl, guy or girl right. trying to get something out of it. And you don't want people like cringing when they see you coming towards them. Oh shit, this guy's going to try and sell me stuff. Um, it's tricky. I've focused with it's, I, I speak at a couple of local universities and one of the expressions that I learned a long time ago was people over program. Right. So right. at the time I was an outdoor education instructor and what I was teaching didn't really matter as much as the people that I was teaching it to. Yeah. So taking that from the setting where I learned it, which was in, in Christian camping, I was an outdoor education instructor and applying that to business, like people over program, people first, technology second, whatever it is that you're doing, you know, if, if you're doing wealth management or wealth strategy, 
understand the person and their family and their community first. So, um, always, always, always every call I'm on, every email I'm in, I'm checking about the person first. And then if they have time, like here's the business questions I have for you Um, because I want to, and because I like the people that I'm working with, but it's also the right way to do it. It's the right, it's our brand is associated with that as an agency. We're known as the brand who like really cares about people. Um, so just that always investing deeply in the relationships, not just not just broadcasting spam emails and and that kind of thing, and right, right. not being the guy. Nothing against multi level marketing, but not being that. If you take the stereotype of an MLM person and they befriend you because they want you to buy their whatever that soap or wine or whatever, right, don't right. be that person, right? Right, right. So. What would you say is a good way? Because here's here's the thing: you're talking about like there's a balance. You meet someone mm-hmm. and you you kind of befriend them a little bit. How do you how do you turn the corner from when you first meet someone mm-hmm. being an acquaintance to being something more? Yeah, good good question. It, for me, it's happened. Um, it, it'll be like for like to get to an actual example or something that will become act, act, an active way for your listeners to do this. Just ask people what they do for work. Don't be the guy that's like the first question you'll always ask everybody is what do you do for work? But as you right. get to know somebody, like, what do you do for work? Tell me about it. And you'll quickly realize that there's frequently an opportunity to support them and what they're doing, or as a sales guy, sell them something that you have. But um, frequently when I talk to people and say, what do you do for work? Oh, I, you know, I sell stuff online and it's, Oh, so like, which are you using Shopify or Magento or what's your Amazon presence look like? And authentically conversationally getting to where it is that not only something I can sell them, but also something that my, my buddies can, right? So if they've got their Shopify development dialed in, but they need help with SEO and paid search, I'll tell them about Danny because Danny knows that stuff really well. And I don't. So frequently as you turn that um, corner from having somebody as a new acquaintance into getting to know them as a friend and to what business opportunities are, opportunities are there more often than not, I'm just introducing them to other people that can, that can fix the most important or most critical pain points that they currently have. So if you think of it as triage, like what hurts the most and if what hurts the most is um, their SEO stuff, I'm not going to pitch them development. I'm going to introduce them to somebody that can help them with SEO. And eventually that will come back. Um, But just really listening to what they need help with and not trying to push my stuff down their throat. Right. Not your agenda, their agenda. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you come across a little bit, a little bit nicer that way. Not so, not as selfish. More like you're trying to help them. You're trying to, you're trying to be a good guy for them or girl, for them. Yeah, imagine if you went to the doctor and you said, "Hey, doc, my arm's broken," and he said, "Well, let me just wrap up your ankle." <laughs> I don't need my ankle wrapped. I need my my arm splinted, right? Yeah, and the doctor's like, "Oh, um, but I know so you. I know you run every day, and you know you need support for your ankle." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so listen for the pain point and and figure out who in your network can help with that because it it comes back. The guys that I send business to, they send stuff my way too. It it always works out. Right. True. True. That. True. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard the the comment before of if if you want to make money, you give, and then it comes back. Usually. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. 
For sure. Um, so how would you, I mean, I, so I, I, maybe you're, they're thinking about, uh, business, you know, you, you've introduced them to your buddy or whatever. How would you introduce them to your business opportunity? Uh, yeah, good question. It, it'd be around, um, if, if in your, in your process of triaging their pain points, what, if, if what I do is a potential remedy for one of those, it would be something like, Hey, like, yeah, your Shopify stuff isn't integrated well with your QuickBooks. We've done a ton of that, um, at our agency. And frequently I'll say like, I'm not trying to sell you anything, but that's what we do. We're really good at it. It's not a big deal. Can we, can I bring in one of my developers to, to talk about it? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't, I don't like using the word never, but I practically never, um, talk about what I do in a pitchy way, unless that's somebody's in their top three pain points. Right. right so right. if they've got a broken arm, a broken leg and a broken neck, there's no need for me to talk about, Hey, do you need a massage? Cause I, I give massage. Like there's, there's more important stuff that they care about. So right. I, I usually don't, don't pitch or ask for a, a more detailed discovery meeting unless they're experiencing pain about around something that I can help with. Right. Good point. So, um, would you have a couple of tips that you could give our Wealth Tactic Rebels listeners today? You know, that they could something practical that they could apply today, start making a change in their relationships. Yeah, I would. Um, in the interest of um, starting to build a similar thing to what I have, I don't want to call it a network, even though it is, because it's um, it's not a chamber of commerce mixer. It's right, right. friends, right? So right. if if somebody were wanting to try and build this thing that I have um, stumbled into building just because I authentically love people, um, I would say go out and, and find those, those meetup groups or whatever it is, cycling groups, um, whatever you're into, find those and just start going. Don't go with the intention of pitching stuff. Go and meet people that like doing things that you like doing. And in, um, in San Diego, where we're at, there's this Indian princess thing, which I was never a part of, but it's dads that go camping with their daughters through the YMCA. Those dads are business colleagues, networkers, partners, vendors, not just while their girls are camping together, way beyond that. Like there are a lot of deals that happen in San Diego because of Indian princesses. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, and I've even I've even benefited from it because I know a lot of those guys. But if you get into a group like that, you're set. You don't need biz dev. You just need to go camping with your daughter. It's unbelievable. So back to your question, like go find an Indian princess thing. Go find a CrossFit. Go find a cycling club, book club, whatever you're into. Um, just start hanging out with those people. And then the conversations will naturally get to where somebody will have a pain point around what you can help them with. It's insane. But without getting out there, you're not going to know. If you're sitting right. at your desk right now and you're trying to do this, you're in the wrong spot. You've got to get out of the building. Actually, right. a friend of mine, Stu Heilsberg, wrote a book called The Answers Are Outside of the Building. Right. You've got to get out. You can't just be talking to your own team internally. Get out. Find fun stuff. Because worst case, at least you had fun doing it, whatever it is, right? Um, but if it's something you enjoy, people are going to be 
wanting to talk to you about what you do for work and that kind of thing. Right. Absolutely. Agreed. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, before we uh, close today, Scott, um, I have a value bomb, but with the Wealth Tactic Rebels twist. Uh, so something in your experience that our Wealth Tactic Rebels listeners could look to avoid doing and then something they could do about it. Sure. I like that. I like the twist. Uh, <laughs> a little different. The We've all known that person that, and we kind of touched on it earlier, the guy who's coming to you because he wants something. Right. He realized that just straight up ask for equity in my company without giving any reason why they should get it or whatever value that they're pride. So don't be the taker, right? Right. Don't. We all know. I don't even have to talk too much more. We all know it. Like we're all picturing it right now. Everybody listening right now knows the name and the face of who I'm describing. Right? Don't be that person. Yep. Um, I've I've got and the other the thing to do about it was that the second half of the question. What do you do about it? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, be authentic and it's um be empathetic like right. listen and don't listen with the intention of replying listen with the intention of understanding what somebody is saying to you because right. um, what you're planning for your response might not be appropriate for if you actually are listening so just shut up and listen and listen more and listen more and listen, which is funny because I'm, I'm doing a majority of the talking in this conversation, but um, a lot of my day has been just genuinely listening. And that's, um, that's a muscle that is built, right? It doesn't come naturally, especially for salespeople who talk so much. Um, sure. Practice listening, practice shutting your mouth and just listen, take really good notes. Um, and then after a call or whatever, look at your notes. Cause sometimes when I'm hearing conversationally, and when I go review my notes, just sometimes there's a gap between the two and I need to really reconcile what that is that I'm understanding what the person needs. But yeah, don't be that taker person that we all know and be very authentic and invest a lot of time in a handful of relationships instead of a lot of time superficially broadcasting superficial relationships. Scott, would, <clears throat> would you mind repeating what you just said? It wasn't coming in clear. Sure. Yeah. It's um, how far how far back do you want me to go? Uh, just back ab about um, uh, uh, coming across assistant sincere just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the the idea is to not be that taker to make sure that you're being sincere and to invest very heavily in a handful of relationships instead of spending a very little bit of time with a bunch of people. I tend to have a small group of people that I pour myself into. Uh, and then beyond that, there's relationships with less depth, but they're still important. Right. Great. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate that advice. I think uh, it's very handy uh, uh, because Good. not only is Good. it going to help with business, but I think if you – if a person is is just focusing on the salesy side of business and not the relationship side, it kind of makes you feel almost lonely. It's not a good feeling, you know. 
Yep, if, for sure. If, Agreed. And if I think if our, if our listeners were to go out and start thinking, okay, well, I'm going to worry about relationships first, they're going to find themselves a little happier, and then the business quality will just start going up. It's unbelievable. It sounds, when I hear you say it, it sounds unbelievable, but it totally works. Right. It's crazy. But yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Like your, your summary is dead on. I agree. All right. So, um, Scott, if, if there's anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before closing today. No, I, I mean, I think I covered it. Um, feel free to hit me up if you go to agency73.com or email scott at agency73.com. I'm happy to spend some time talking with anybody. Um, but I love what you're doing, Kevin. I've listened to your podcast. Brilliant stuff. Uh, and the fact that you, you've taken some time to talk about people and relationships as it relates to business um, means a lot. That's very cool. And I'm, I'm honored to be a part of that conversation. Thank you, Scott. I'm very uh, honored to hear that from you as well. Uh, it's kind of humbling actually i really appreciate it um oh, i've worked hard and, and uh you know it, the fact that you you say that about this it means a lot to me <laughs> and uh hopefully no, you're, you're doing great work you deserve it thank you and uh, hopefully our listeners feel the same way um and and of course wealth rebels i'm going to put scott's contact information on our show notes page for today's episode so if you go to wealthtacticrebels.com uh, and go to the show notes page for Scott Holman and the importance of relationships in business. And um, you'll find his contact information there. And if you wouldn't mind also going to our Facebook page, the Wealth Tech Rebels Facebook page, and just dropping us a quick message about today's episode, uh, let us know what you think about it. And specifically, what did you take away about it today that's going to help you uh, going forward. Uh, I'd like to know that, and I'm sure Scott wouldn't mind knowing, and uh, we can always talk about that later. So thanks again, Scott. I really appreciate your time today. No, thank you, Kevin. It was fun. Absolutely. I had a good time, good conversation. Well, Tetic Rebels, I hope you enjoyed as well, and have a fantastic day.